Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast. The podcast that wants to record on Sunday, but doesn't. I just haven't been able to record on Sunday. I want to be able to record on Sunday. That's my goal, that's where I want to go with this, is have this on Sunday. Because Sunday, although it's a day of rest, is also a day where you should have lots of time, but I just haven't, and that's what it is, but anyway, I already have to clear my throat, I'm not even a minute into this, I should have, I I should start over, right, I should start over and clear my throat and start again, I still have time, I haven't committed to this podcast that much, it's less than a minute in, I should start over, but I'm not going to, I'm going to clear my throat, and I apologize, but I'm going to do it, That last part was unnecessary. But anyway, welcome back to What is a Podcast. I'm your host. My name doesn't matter too much. If you somehow found this, then you're going to care enough no matter what my name is. I think my name is actually like on the title, like in the official like Apple Podcasts title, whatever. I might change that. I like being lower profile than that. But that's another story for another day. Anyways... We have daylight savings. We have sprung forward. Spring is upon us. And I gotta say, daylight savings time is bad. Like, we shouldn't have to spring forward and fall back. That's, it It really just fucks with everybody. Like, I don't know anyone who, like, can spring forward and be, like, their full best selves in that next 24 hour to 48 hour period like we spring forward we fall back we lose an hour we gain an hour of sleep but our rhythm is fucked up like it comes with barely any warning you can't prepare for like the gaining or losing an hour of sleep because of how life works like if i try to sleep in to prepare for this hour of sleep that i'm gonna get when we fall back or whatever That's going to fuck up your whole schedule. And you're going to have to do that for a while to even get used to it. But we can't all afford to sleep in like that. We can't afford to fuck with the rhythm of our bodies like that. And if you try getting less sleep to worry about the spring forward, then you're just going to be tired all the time. And you're not going to be your full best self. And then all of a sudden, we don't prepare for it. And then it just fucks us. It fucks every single one of us. I don't know... Who in the United States actually fucks with daylight savings time? And I know some states opted out of it. How was Arizona able to just opt out of daylight savings time? I have no idea. But daylight savings time is upon it, upon us. And it just, I don't like it. I'm, I know that's a bold stance for some of you. I don't like it. And I know daylight savings time, like it's intent... I think it's for like farming purposes or agriculture purposes or something like that. And maybe it's still needed for those purposes. But I would like to get to a point where we don't need it. I would like for the farmer's sake. I'm thinking of the farmers in this point. Daylight savings time, I'm sure sucks for the farmers too. If we can get to a point in society where we don't have to do the daylight savings time for anything. 
like it's just not natural and we don't need to do it anymore, then we should stop it. Farmers, if you're listening and you still need daylight savings time, I understand. I understand you still need the time. You need to you need to do all the spring forward, fall back. You need it for like your plants and animals. I get it. But if you don't need a daylight savings time, then I think the farmers need to speak up. They need to say, look, we don't need daylight savings time no more. Get rid of it. I think it's going to have to come from the farmers because politicians can't get it done unless you live in era fucking zona. But the politicians can't get it done. The presidents like we've never had a president willing to get rid of daylight savings time. If you think about it, there's never been a single president, no matter how much you like the president, how much you dislike the president, how much you admire the president. I have keys in my pocket and they are making some noise. I'm going to put them down somewhere. I don't know how much that disturbed you. But anyway, no single president has ever said we should get rid of the daylight savings time. And if the farmers don't need it, then it's just tradition at this point, right? And we can easily fuck that tradition all the way off, right? But we've never had any major politician, unless they live in the state of Arizona, really get into it and really say, look, daylight savings time is shit. We don't need it, especially like when you're trying to like work and be productive and all that stuff. I realize that daylight savings typically comes on a Sunday. So you have like more time to like adjust to all the stuff because Sunday typically isn't a heavy work day for a lot of people. But still, you're tired or you're groggy or you're sick. Like people like legitimately get like sick after daylight savings or get like migraine headaches because they're just not used to the world being how it is and people need anywhere from like 24 to 72 hours to fix this shit they their body needs to adjust and i i for one am tired of adjusting i'm tired of my body adjusting to the time i'm tired of being all tired and sleepy and still having to do things like If we didn't have to do things, if everybody in the continental United States and beyond, actually, didn't have to do things, then sure, fine. Knock yourself out with the daylight savings. I don't give a fucking shit in that case. But since we have to do stuff and we have to be functioning members of society now, I don't like it. Stop adjusting me. Stop forcing me to adjust. Keep it at one time. And we'll be fine. I don't even care what time you set it to. If you keep it at the spring forward or if you keep it at the fall back, I don't care. I really don't give a goddamn. Just pick one. We'll get used to it and stick with it forever. We should have one time. I'm aware that time is a man-made construct and doesn't really exist and all that stuff. But still, we should have one. We should have one based on the concept of time from my native American English speaking brain. But I I meant Native American English, like I speak American English, not that I'm Native American. Just to be clear. But since I speak American English, we have a specific view of time, like what language you speak, believe it or not, has an effect on how you view like time and position and all that stuff. Right. And As an American English speaker, my view of time is we should have one. Just keep it to one. Keep it simple. Don't fuck with us. 
Americans have been fucked with for so long for daylight savings. And that, I've been speaking about this as Americans because right before I started this, before I started talking about this, I realized that I have no idea of other countries do daylight savings. Like, that's just a gap in my knowledge. I have no idea. Does Mexico do daylight savings in Canada? Like, do those people down there, do those politicians say, yo, we have farmers here too, let's save the daylight. I have no idea if the people up in Saskatchewan are are saving daylight, or the people in Mexico are saving daylight. I have no idea. What about our friends across the pond? What about, you know, all the countries in Africa, all the countries in Asia? Do they do daylight savings? I honestly have have no idea at all. But let's move on to something almost as bad as daylight savings. We have to talk about this corona. We have to talk about that coronavirus. We have to keep talking about it because it's getting worse. The coronavirus is getting worse and it's spreading and people are getting it. And I feel like the first thing I have to say, I remember last week I said something along the lines of, I'm not traveling anywhere. I'm, for the most part, staying my cute little behind home. I'm not getting on any planes. I'm not, you know, going places where I don't know. I need to know the status of wherever I'm going, right? And that still hasn't changed for the most part. But that also isn't too different from my actual life. Like, I wake up, I go to work, and then I come back home. Like, that's pretty standard life for most people. But... Some people are saying, oh, it's not that bad. The coronavirus isn't as big a deal as you think it is. If you're young and healthy, you're probably not going to die. To those people out there, I'm not scared of dying from the virus. I'm aware that my chances of survival are pretty high. I'm in my mid-20s. I don't have any serious health issues. I'm aware that my chances of survival are, are good, right? I'm not scared of dying from that stupid virus. I don't want the virus. I just don't want to catch that shit. Who cares if it's overblown or underblown or whatever? I don't want the virus. I want to take all the precautionary measures. I'm going to wash my hands extra I'm going to hand sanitize extra. I'm going to wipe down my workstations extra because I don't want the virus. If I get sick and I have to be quarantined, who the fuck wants to be quarantined? Quarantine sounds awful. Being quarantined is just like, oh, fuck me. I'm here by myself being a little bitch because I'm the one who fucked around and got sick. I don't want to be fucking quarantined. I don't want to have to do that to myself. What am I going to do? Just like, can you even like DoorDash or Postmates when you're quarantined? Because you still have to like open a door. You still have to like interact with a person who drops off your shit. Can you even do that when you're quarantined? Or do I have to like send someone else out? Like I have to be like in the house. Someone else has to go. I have to like command someone else. Have them leave it at my doorstep go away from me and then I can get my food I don't want that that sounds awful I want to get my own food I don't want to have to rely on someone else to give me my food 
I like getting my own food. I want to dial up my own Postmates. And you're going to take that away from me because you don't care about getting sick. And now you got me sick. In addition to like the sort of like, oh, it's not a big deal. Only old people die. You don't care about the old people because the old people. Guess what? The elderly, the seniors, they're still people. And they 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 don't want to die yet. And I'm not going to be the one to like spread the that coronavirus to the nursing home. I'm just not going to do it. I'm I'm going to do everything in my power that so I don't get it. Not just for me, but I don't want to spread it. I want that shit gone. I don't want to have to live in worry of the fucking virus. I don't want to be in a fucking bubble because of that goddamn virus. I'm not going to do it if I can help it. And if I get sick, just know it wasn't my fault. It was someone else's fault. I'm taking all the precautionary measures. I'm doing all the things right. I'm doing everything right. So if I get that virus, it was whoever gave it to me's fault. It wasn't my fault. I am not slipping. I'm not catching myself slipping. You are not going to catch me slipping. If you give me the virus, it's on you. I'm not getting this fucking virus. I'm doing everything. Every single thing. I'm hand sanitizing up to my elbows. Have you ever put hand sanitizer on your fucking elbows? It actually feels pretty nice. But I'm doing that type of stuff, right? I'm making sure that my hygiene is on tip-top shape. Which reminds me, I was in the shower last night. Because I'm one of those people that take showers at night. And it got me to thinking, like, we're supposed to be washing our hands and all that stuff, right? But there are people out there that don't really shower that well. Like, and they'll, like, randomly just, like, admit it on Twitter. And they'll be like, oh, I don't wash my legs when I shower. Oh, oh, I don't really wash my armpits or anything like that. Those people. The people that don't scrub their entire body. Like, there are people who don't wash their legs or don't wash their feet or do anything like that. Those people. What the fuck are you doing? Those people, I imagine, are going to be the first to catch the virus. If they haven't caught it already, they're like the ones most susceptible. Because, yeah, your hands might be clean, but your legs is not clean. You can get that shit on your legs and have it just climb its way over into your orifices, your mouth and your nose. Who's to say? Because you're just your legs are just musty. Your legs just have like a layer of must and the coronavirus from what i can tell loves a must it loves those dirt it loves those germs and you are creating more germs for yourself because you're not washing your fucking legs or you're not washing behind your ears right you gotta wash all that stuff right your hands is the most important because you do all the things with your hands and you touch a lot of things and places and people and animals with your hands, right? But we, no one's talking about behind your ears. No one's talking about your legs and feet. No one's talking about your chest or your armpits, like that shit that you should be washing, but you're not, right? You got to wash that stuff. If you're one of those people that doesn't typically wash their legs or other parts. 
I want you to give it a try. Give washing your legs a try. It's not hard. It's not that bad. Just like how you scrub like the upper body, you scrub the lower body. It's easy, right? You can do it. There, there, there's soap available. I'll let you borrow my soap. If you live near me, I'll let you borrow my soap. Not really. Don't, don't come find me. But get some soap, wash your legs, and you, you should be fine. Because I, I don't want you to get it. I want it to end. But you're, you're exhibiting behavior that makes me think you kind of want it to spread, right? And I remember a long time ago, this is a little bit related, I was reading something about how showers, like, it was something like, well, actually, showers don't prevent disease. And I was thinking, like, we don't take showers to prevent disease. We take showers so we don't smell like shit. And now, the shower has the added benefit of preventing disease. And it's kind of bullshit, because, like, if you think that showers don't prevent disease, then how do you explain the bubonic fucking plague, but whatever. And it's crazy to think about how the coronavirus is fucking with the economy. And I don't know a whole lot about the economy. Excuse me. I don't know about stocks. I don't have any stocks. I don't know about Bitcoin. I'm not that type of person. I didn't even take an economics class in college. And I took economics in high school and basically slept through that. So I don't know much about economics. But the stock market is not looking good right now because people aren't like buying shit or they're not selling shit like they used to. Jesus, my throat. What is happening? I feel better now. But they're not they're not buying shit like they used to. They're not going through shit like they're used to. And the stock market is just plummeting. And I read somewhere that the United States is like on the verge of another recession. Partially because of this. And like gas prices are going to go down to like maybe less than $2. Because the coronavirus is fucking up the gas. And all that stuff. Like, first of all, I'm here for $1 gas. I got gas today. And it was like three thirty-five, something along those lines. I'm here for less than a dollar gas. That's cool with me. But the stock market and like all these people losing money, like the fact that coronavirus is like literally bad for business is honestly kind of impressive. It's impressive that this thing that we can't even see is fucking up everybody's money. Not my money. I don't have any stocks. I don't I don't know anything about that shit. But your money? I guess I have a 401k. I think that's fucked up by the socks also. That's a yikes. But I don't have any of that like Wall Street shit, right? But like if Bezos is losing billions of dollars, you're bound to lose some money in the coronavirus, right? And they're canceling events, like they're canceling conferences, they're canceling sporting events, all that stuff, right? Serie A in Italy is canceled. And America, to my knowledge, they canceled a tennis tournament. Oh, wow. I just burped a little bit. I'm sorry. They canceled a tennis tournament. They canceled a couple other things, right? March Madness is still going on, right? As of now, 
you know, baseball is still planning to go on. But the odds of like empty arenas, right? Do you want to watch a sporting event with no spectators, right? Because when like a team doesn't have a lot of spectators, like it gets roasted a little bit. Like the Tampa Bay Rays are a good example of this, right? They're a pretty good team, but they don't bring out a crowd. Like the crowd is pretty empty and people are like, oh, this team can't bring a crowd. Ha 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 ha. If a game with absolutely no spectators, no fans, I don't know if I want to watch. I'm thinking about basketball because basketball season is right now. And a basketball game with no fans sounds kind of creepy. Like you're just watching these people by yourself. And I think it's because it's like a professional type of thing. Like they're getting paid millions of dollars And if you go to a game, you presumably paid money for your tickets, right? And you're watching like a full-on game, but you're the only one. Because you're at home on your TV. And it's different like watching like a pickup game or like watching your friends. But you're just watching people you don't know. And you're the only one watching those people. Because you're at your house. And I think that's weird. You're not sharing the experience with the fans, Right, because there's no fans there. You're just watching like this sort of dystopian reality. And when it comes to baseball, right? Baseball, a lot of those fields or stadiums are basically outdoors. Like there's no roof to them, right? Like there's no capsule. So even if they're play with no spectators, the corona can still get in, right? Assuming the corona travels through air and there's like open doors and all that stuff that shit can still get in somewhere or it can go over the top or something like it can still get there so i don't know what the future holds for baseball football is done the xfl they need all the money they can fucking get so i can't see them canceling games the xfl but we have to get to the point where it's like We just can't do these things right now. Like all these things that make money, like where people go, money is made. There's money to be made at all these events, conferences, whatever. We have to think like we can't make this money right now. We can't spend this money. It's not worth it to have the money be made because we might cause a literal disaster right? We might actually like ruin a section of the country if we hold this big event. Like South by Southwest was canceled. I think it's canceled, not postponed. Coachella was postponed to October, right? And I used to live in Riverside, California. So I have a good idea of the county there. And it gets hot in that area. Like it's a desert. It's really, really hot. Like Coachella, like during the summer when it actually is or like spring or whatever, super hot, like blazing inferno coming down from the sky. October is less hot, but it's still pretty warm. But just imagine I'm imagining the worst thing I've ever imagined. And that's going to Coachella wearing jeans. You mean to tell me like in like the middling October weeks You're going to go to Coachella 
wearing jeans because it's going to be warm during the day. But once you get to that afternoon, you're going to want to have a little bit more protection. You're going to want to have those Levi's. You're going to want to have those, you know, top shop jeans or whatever, top man jeans. You're going to want to have those and you're going to be miserable. You're going to be like, what the fuck? I'm at Coachella in jeans. Coachella in jeans sounds awful. And we're going to get Coachella in jeans because of this goddamn virus. It's unbelievable. And I'm not in school. I work in the education realm. I went to school. Schools are canceling or they're going online. That fucks everything up. Like, it's almost finals. When I went to a UC in the quarter system, like you, the University of California system, like right now it's like we're getting close to finals and they're shutting down the classes. Like what's going to happen to people's grades and like online classes like you can take online college classes. I, If you're a college person right now, if you're wondering about online cl- classes, let me send out a warning to you right now. Online is not easier Online is a different way of learning. Some people like it. Some people don't. Online is not easier. Take that shit seriously. But moving to online now, I can imagine that like the college's collective GPA, whatever college it is, the collective GPA is just going to fall. Because switching from in-person to online, that's an adjustment, right? And you're not going to be able to get, oh God, you're not going to be able to get, I just yawned, sorry. You're not going to be able to get the same experience with online that you are in person, right? So with all these online people or all these classes being canceled, like it's different for a UC in California because we have quarter systems. So after or right before spring break, is finals. And then after spring break, you have a new set of classes. For a semester system, you can just cancel class because you don't have finals until the summer, right? But for a quarter system school, we have finals coming up real soon, right? So it sucks for them. But for your semester, I guess is a little bit better, right? But I imagine that the colleges are going to have to refund some money if they're canceling classes, right? Because you have to pay for that college class. You have to, you know, use your resources. You have to get a dorm or an apartment or all that stuff, right? I imagine some refunds are going to have to go out in some way, shape, or form. Some type of compensation for canceling classes. This is just bad for the money in all aspects. And in my lifetime... I haven't really seen this. Like, I was alive for 2008 when, like, the economy went down the toilet. But I was in middle school. I didn't know anything back then. I think now, this is where I'm like, oh, man. The money is not going to be good. And I don't know when the money will bounce back. I don't know enough about the economy to know if corona is no longer a problem that the economy will immediately bounce back. I don't know how that's going to work out, but it just sucks, right? It's one little germ 
that spread that's fucking up everyone's day. Although, side note, the continent of Africa it still looks pretty strong. And I'm telling you, I'm warning you, don't go to Africa. Leave them there. Don't, don't go trying to find a safe haven. No. Get your grubby little mitts away from Africa. All the countries in Africa. Get away from Africa. Let them survive. Don't give them your disease. Let them survive. Keep it to yourself. Stay the fuck home. Don't go to Africa. Don't, don't even attempt to spread that dessert, that that disease. Don't even give them the chance to be in contact with the disease. Leave them be. Don't go to Africa right now. Don't go anywhere right now. But don't go to Africa. Leave them alone. Right? You've been fucking with Africa. You being the imperialist powers that be. You've been fucking with Africa for a long time. Don't go to Africa right now. Stop it. Cancel your Africa trips. We're done. For right now. No Africa for you. We're just going to let Africa do its thing. We're going to let all the different Africans in there do their thing. Stay safe. And we'll see you when we're not sick anymore. We'll see you when we come back. We can we can rejoin with Africa later. But right now, we're staying the fuck away from Africa. Okay? Keep Africa healthy. Please. We want a nice, healthy, robust Africa. But anyway... Enough about that. We have we have more stuff to talk about. And this is some person that I don't think I've talked about before on the podcast. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez went on Kelly Clarkson's show and she said something about like, people know that I'm not the best singer. I, I'm not a good singer. And then Kelly Clarkson, you know, had Selena's back. Right, Kelly Clarkson was giving Selena a pep top. She was telling Selena how great she is, how amazing she is. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. Don't let anyone talk shit about you or get down on you. And I'm going to be honest. I just said all that stuff. I didn't watch it. I just got what I got from the highlights on Twitter. But I want to say, I've never seen someone do nothing and get hate. Because all Selena Gomez does, really, she, you know, relaxes, she has her brand deal with Puma, and she puts out radio songs, right? And, like, she puts out albums, she puts out songs that go on the radio. She's just chilling, right? And I am a pro-Selena Gomez talking head right now. This is a pro-Selena Gomez channel, right? Because Selena Gomez, from what I can tell, from my vantage point, she doesn't bother anybody. She doesn't really do anything to anybody. She's not like in anyone's business. She's not messing around. She's not in the paparazzi or in the tabloids for like scandalous behavior. She doesn't do any of that, right? She just chills at what I'm assuming is probably her mansion. She makes some music with her friends sometimes. And then she goes about on her day. And then I've never seen someone not bother anyone And still get the hate that she does on Twitter.com. Like, Twitter.com is not a pro-Selena Gomez site. And I like Selena Gomez. I like Twitter. But when it comes to, like, 
people who aren't explicitly, outwardly Selena Gomez fans, if they're not 100% a Selena Gomez fan, you're not going to see too many positive things about Selena Gomez, right? And it's a shame, right? Because what did Selena Gomez do to deserve that, right? And I know I'm not going to be the one that says that Selena Gomez has the vocal range of like an Ariana Grande, for example, right? I think Kelly Clarkson used Whitney Houston, whatever, right? I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that Selena Gomez has the biggest or most powerful vocal range. But you're not going to lie to me and tell me that Selena Gomez does not have fucking jams, right? Love You Like a Love Song is a fucking classic, right? Love You Like a Love Song is one of the best songs. Who says off that same fucking album? Great song. You're not going to tell me that those songs don't jam. You're not going to tell me that. You're not going to tell me that you don't like Love You Like a Love Song. That's a good fucking song. I don't care who hears it. This is a pro Selena Gomez airspace right now. And I'm going to tell you, Love You Like a Love Song, if you haven't heard it in a while, fucking jams. Who says jams? It's a fucking hit. Like, good for you? I just want to be good for you. I've been talking a lot, so my singing voice, not great right now. But that song is a fucking jam. I've been running through the mountain. I've been doing things with the wolves. That song, Wolves, a fucking jam, right? We Don't Talk Anymore with Charlie Puth, a jam. Taki Taki, Ozuna, Cardi B, Selena Gomez. That song is a jam. You're not going to tell me Selena Gomez does not have hits. You're not going to tell me that Selena Gomez doesn't deserve the success that she has, right? On Instagram, it's a different story. I'm talking mostly about Twitter here. Instagram loves Selena Gomez. There is, like, if there's a pro-Selena Gomez network, it's Instagram. Twitter, they don't, they don't know, right? They don't know about Selena Gomez. YouTube, I can't, I can't talk to. TikTok, I can't talk to. But Selena Gomez on Instagram, she's got it. Selena Gomez on this podcast, you have a friend in me, right? What does Selena Gomez do to you? Like, I see on Twitter, like, Selena Gomez will have a song that's streamed, like, a million times or whatever. And then Twitter will be like, who the fuck listens to Selena Gomez's music? And uh, Selena Gomez is a pop singer, right? How many pop singers do you actually seek out their music, right? I have one, and that's Carly Rae Jepsen. I actively seek out Carly Rae Jepsen music, right? But most pop singers, like, I don't buy pop singers' albums, right? I don't buy Katy Perry's albums. Why? I don't need to. It's going to be on the radio, right? I don't need a whole Katy Perry album. I just need a Katy Perry song. If you're a Katy Perry fan, if you're more of a Katy Perry fan than I am... By the way, Katy Perry, if you're listening to this, congrats on the baby. You're pregnant. But I don't need more than what I get on the radio. Like, the radio is going to be, like, the most popular songs from Katy Perry. I'm not here for, like, Katy Perry deep cuts, right? I don't need that from my Katy Perry. I like the radio Katy Perry. And it's the same for Selena Gomez, right? I'm more inclined, actually, to go for a Selena Gomez deep cut than a Katy Perry deep cut. Because I feel like Selena Gomez probably has, like, some some interesting things to say 
on her deep cuts. Not that Katy Perry isn't interesting, but I feel like from a Selena Gomez perspective, a Selena Gomez deep cut might actually be a fascinating piece of work. I might have to actually have to go in and get into the cuts of Selena Gomez for, for the one time, right? But Selena Gomez has her songs that make it on the radio, whether it's like We Don't Talk Anymore, if it's Wolves, if it's like Good For You, Taki Taki, Love You Like a Love Song, like all those things that get on the radio. Once you hear a song on the radio and it like plays in your head, it's catchy, you're going to want to like meander over the Spotify, see what's going on, right? See what's happening, right? Or you're one of those like people that like runs like a department store or like a Panera Bread and you need like your Spotify playlist to get like the party jumping, get the atmosphere pumped up and you might throw a little Selena Gomez on your Spotify playlist or, 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 and this might be wild to some of you Twitter Selena Gomez haters or they just like the music and you want to stream that Selena Gomez. Like I said, I'm not buying Katy Perry albums, but I'll be goddamned if I say that Teenage Dream isn't a fucking amazing song. And I'll be goddamned if I say I don't go on my Apple Music or my Spotify from time to time and stream Teenage Dream. I'm not going to say I'm not going to do that because I am going to do that. I'm going to listen to some Teenage Dream, Katy Perry, and have my fun and then go on. Or like a Camila Cabello or the Dua Lipa or the Ariana. Like, I'm actually more inclined for an Ariana Grande album full length. But those people, they're on the radio and then you seek out the streams afterwards. Like, when I hear that Ariana, when I hear that Dua Lipa, when I hear that Camila, hear that Normani, when I hear that BB Rexa. Is that how you say your name, Rexa? I actually have no idea. But when you hear those people on the radio and they're like, okay, let me check out these popular songs. I'm going to stream them. I like this song. That's cool, right? We live in that age now. Why are you so confused about Selena Gomez's success? Why are you so mad about Selena Gomez's success, right? And like I said, or like people have said, Selena Gomez doesn't have the biggest range, right, of singers, right? But let me let me let me connect Selena Gomez to another one of our old friends who had recently admitted the same thing, Waka Flocka, Waka Flocka Flame of Hard in the Paint fame. He said a similar thing, right? He said he wasn't the best rapper, but his realness overcame the whackness, right? You don't have to have the best voice. You don't have to have the most skills. You just have to be compelling. And I think for a lot of people, Selena Gomez is, is compelling. Not all of those people are going to say that out loud, especially on Twitter. Because if you say Selena Gomez is good, Twitter is just going to fucking burn you to a crisp. But I think that for Selena Gomez, especially like dating Justin Bieber and being you know, Disney to not Disney, Selena Gomez is compelling to a lot of people. Whether the voice is Whitney Houston, Ariana Grande, Mariah Carey level or not, doesn't matter, right? You have to be compelling. You have to have some type of personality, some type of drive. And Selena Gomez has that for the Selena Gomez fans, right? Selena Gomez fans, they know what the deal is. They know 
who their queen is. They know what the jig is, and they're going they're going to stream the music. is is that simple? Stop being mean to Selena Gomez. I'm tired of it. You know, I've I've sat on my hands for too long. I've let I've let it go on for too long. I'm tired of the Selena Gomez hate. Stop hating on Selena Gomez. I promise you, once you stop hating on Selena Gomez, we'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll you'll be happier. When you stop hating on Selena Gomez and then start doing something else like you know, reading a book or something, you'll be fine, right? You'll be you'll be happier, I promise you. I promise you, you'll be happier once you stop focusing all that negative energy on Selena Gomez. But all right, I think this is the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight. And we're, I've been hovering around the 40, 45 minute. If I was recording on Sunday and not on a weekday, I would go the hour, right? I would go the hour. But for right now, on Tuesday night, this will probably go up on Wednesday, which is like, yikes for me i want to i really do want to get onto the sunday it's just it's just life and things happen but i'm determined the once a week shit right but okay anyway forget that forget that bad bunny bad bunny's girlfriend i saw on twitter and again twitter is a place that i know and love but sometimes you people are just like fucking idiots but i saw on twitter Someone posted Bad Bunny's girlfriend, right? And I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Bad Bunny. I would say I like Bad Bunny as like a person, as like a personality. And like the music I have heard from Bad Bunny is good. But I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm a fan of Bad Bunny. Just like I like Bad Bunny. Like I like him, but I'm not enough of a fan to have even known that he has a girlfriend. Like I had no idea he had a girlfriend until recently. Someone posted a picture of Bad Bunny's girlfriend and they said something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing, like, if Bad Bunny can date this person, then my ugly self will have a chance. And I don't know if they recognize this, but they basically indirectly called Bad Bunny's girlfriend ugly. Now, I have a problem with this. Everyone on Twitter.com likes Bad Bunny. I have yet to see someone dislike bad bunny on twitter there might be people who dislike bad bunny but i haven't seen them i haven't heard from them i have not seen a single bad bunny hater i've never seen anyone turn their back to bad bunny everyone seems to love or at least like bad bunny so why the fuck is it acceptable for you to call bad bunny's girlfriend ugly you like bad bunny you are a fan of Bad Bunny. There are so many people that either like Bad Bunny's music, want to be as successful as Bad Bunny, or want to have sex with Bad Bunny. And you're going to disrespect the man and his girlfriend and call his girlfriend ugly? What the fuck? She's also not ugly. I've seen the pictures. You can see Bad Bunny's girlfriend on Twitter. She is not ugly, right? And people are like saying, oh, if Bad Bunny is willing to date this person, then they're willing to date my ugly ass. No! Your personality is ugly is what it looks like, right? Stop making fun of people's significant others. Like, how rude is it to just say your girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, spouse is ugly? Like, publicly, just like to the world. 
right? That's rude, right? You can think whoever is attractive. I'm not saying that you have to find everybody who's attractive, attractive. I'm not telling you who to like, whatever, right? I'm just saying, be nice. Like, what it came down to is literally, like, you can't be nice for one fucking second to someone who you're a fan of. That made absolutely no sense to me. Like, I know so many people who love Bad Bunny, and then it's like, oh, Bad Bunny's girlfriend is ugly. Again, she's not ugly. What the fuck kind of thing is that? If you're a fan of someone, you should at least be like, oh, I'm happy that you're happy right? I'm happy that you're in this relationship. I'm happy that you're prospering, right? Not none of this. Your girlfriend is ugly. It should be me bullshit. No, you should be happy. Don't try and pull them apart. Lift them up. You want your favorite artists to be happy. You don't want them to break up and be sad. Hello? What kind of dumbass thinking is that? I think that my idol my my king my queen i think their partner is ugly blah 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 i'm gonna tell the whole world no no learn some manners it is not socially acceptable for you to do that i don't know what happened with the internet and why people think that it's okay for you to do that but no bad bunny's girlfriend bad bunny's girlfriend if you're listening to this bad bunny's girlfriend i want you to know That I hope you're having a good day or night. I want you to know that you're not ugly. I want you to know that fuck the haters. I want you to know that I'm sure Bad Bunny is a great partner and boyfriend. And I hope that you're very, very happy together. I hope you you last a hundred years, right? I wish nothing for the best for Bad Bunny's girlfriend and Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's girlfriend, from what I can tell is not famous. I actually don't know Bad Bunny's girlfriend's name. So you're making fun of a not famous person who can probably very easily see what they're saying about you, right? Famous people, they don't necessarily check what's being said about them at all times, right? They're not necessarily looking through their mentions. A not famous person, someone like you and me, we check our mentions all the time. You know that. She is not famous. She might be looking and listening and seeing all this bad stuff you're saying about her. Don't be mean to Bad Bunny's girlfriend. Stop it. Please. And, and that's where I'm, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you on that thought, right? And I'm going to beg you to be nice to Bad Bunny's girlfriend. I'm going to beg you to be nice to Selena Gomez. I'm still going to be complaining about this coronavirus. And that's it. Thank you for thank you for listening. Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for liking and subscribing or whatever it is that you do. I love you. I wish you would be nicer to people. And I will see you next week. Okay? Okay? Bye. Love you again.